El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, we had a guest planned and he's not here, so you're stuck with the goddamn mayor of Podcast City. His name's Brett Rader, and uh, I didn't write anything specifically to say about him, so I'm just going to kind of riff here until I have to get to the next guest. Yeah, Brett Rader. How about that? Also joining me, we went to South Central Los Angeles over the weekend in the name of research and a cracked article, and no damn way are we talking about any of it. She still stands as the only guest to ever be drunk on the show, or the only one who admitted it anyway. Shout out to Quincy Johnson. I'll see if I can get her to smoke PCP today. Ladies and gentlemen, Vanessa Gritton. It's going to be a great show. Yeah. Yeah, we did that live. Everyone was in the room. I've probably been drunk on the show before. I'm sure. I'm sure it's happened. How do I know we're recording if the clock hasn't started? Started. Have we been recording? Thank you. Like straight straight through the intro, have we been recording? Well, we, we did record the intro. No, I know, but then we just kept going. Yeah. Cool. How long ago do you think the intro stopped? I don't know what time is. I took him up on that PCP. That happens. Yeah. How are you doing, Vanessa Gritton? Fantastic. Took oh. me three whole hours to get here. I threw cigarette butts at cars that cut me off all morning. Sure, sure. Did you just, just keep, do you just have like a stockpile of cigarette butts to throw? Uh, it's usually the whatever the one I have in my hand at that moment, just because I chain smoke because I'm gross, and that's why my throat's been doing that weird sound that you hate. Yeah, smoking's so fun when you drive. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. That's my problem when I smoke. When I drive, I'll just chain smoke. I do it more now, because the last time I didn't smoke when I drove, I was stuck in traffic, and my car just didn't move for hours, and there's a guy next to me yelling into my open window. And then he takes a piece of paper as he's driving, writes something down, attaches a binder clip to it, and throws it into my window. And he goes, that's my number. Call me. By the way, girl, are you Egyptian? And just drives off. (laughs) Did you call and tell him? I did not, but I looked him up on Facebook, and he's an aspiring rapper. Sure. Turning on the Maria Shahada bat signal. Yeah. (laughs) Egyptian girls wanted. Aspiring rapper. He should be an aspiring quarterback with an arm like that he got Seriously. it in the window Flinged was he in the, the driver's seat no uh he was in the passenger side oh uh, what a scrub yeah <laughs> seriously uh, hanging you don't out even the have passenger side of his best friend's ride van a van is a, <laughs> van is a ride this is an issue we talk about in depth on the cracked podcast with adam todd brown and danny fernandez yes three weeks ago yes. Uh, being accosted in your car as a woman creepy dudes in public in traffic it's, it's all the time now, and... This is an appendix to that. Yeah. <laughs> Footnote. Side note, this you're never the... safe even in your car. Exactly. The in least Lally. safe place you could be. And now that we've said that, here's a Drake song about being a costume. <laughs> Brett, how are you doing? You're our other guest, technically. I'm doing great. You thought, did you think I was going to cut you off? You know I'm not, because we have to do a thing. We have to do a thing. Also, I'm in control of the cutting off. You can't, you can't order me around. No. So you start editing I'm this podcast. I'm in control. <laughs> this podcast is getting sassy. Yeah, very sassy. Too good. S- speaking of sass, Vanessa, <laughs> you did a thing recently. I did uh, roast did beef the damn thing. at the Virgil. Uh huh. That's uh, Eric Bustamante's show. It's a really, really fun show. Uh, yeah, it is. It was insane. It's basically a comedy rap battle. And I just did it for the first time last week, and it's the rush you get from it is so different from stand up. Like, I get, I got Eight Mile, <laughs> well, both the vomiting and just kind of like, this is why I do this. It's more thing. like you eight miled someone. <laughs> We're not going to name names as much as I want to. I would just have to have Brett censor it out. It was anyway. Uh, but we're going to play some of it. Yeah, and this is my first round ever. Yeah, this is Vanessa's first attempt at being a comedy battle rapper. Stomach full of mom spaghetti. All right, here we go, guys. Vanessa. One first? Yep. Got it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Yo, you're not reality, so you better not choke. But wait, to be a funny girl, don't you have to tell a joke? God, 
word up on the street is that your career lives and dies by the wet spot on your sheets. Oh. <laughs> Bitch, you're gonna drop rhymes like it's mad cow shit. I'll light you up like you're stuck in Auschwitz. Girl, you wanna holler how much that costs? Your frizzy pubic hair is giving more men a thousand yard stare than the Holocaust. Oh. Before you wanna judge, I got a little facts for you. In case you didn't know, I'm Jewish too. Like Baruch Adonai, I see through your bullshit with an all-seeing eye. Cause you spit out bars like it's nasty spunk and you're repetitive as hell like it's uptown funk. Did I give her the lyrical genius of Dre? No. But I got booked on a show with a basic cable plane, ho. I mainline Drano. Adam is squeaked left. And so at this point, the girl you were up against melted. She burst into flames on stage. And I was I was shaking like an overstimulated child okay. the whole time. Let's let's hear your competition. Yo, Vanessa, you should have been a hairdresser. Jesus Christ. Hit it, Brett. You know the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes. Cause I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. That's why we call this segment this week and me. It's about to get real intense. Not as intense as that rap battle. <laughs> that didn't even sound like me. It did. It did. It sounded like you rapping. No, yeah. I, I mean, just I'm never mad. Like, ever. The entire time I listened to that, I just kept thinking, like, who? Yeah, you, sound, you who seem are you? What angry. Who are you? You seem really angry. I know. Jeff saw the video and his eyes lit up and he's like, I've never been this proud of you. Yeah. And also that was poisonous. Yeah. She should have. The woman really, like, literally came back with like, my name is Brett and I'm here to say I rock around the world every day. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. But like, but like, we can't play her whole thing. You don't want to hear it anyway. It's like watching a fucking animal get attacked in the wild. Except it sounds worse. Also, I'm being a good sport. I'm not saying any of this. No, no, of course not. Yeah, what do I care? Oh, I know. All right, so my column this week, we we had another fun story. Yeah, I was gonna it's been write a fun week. I was gonna write a thing. Brett, have you heard about the hundred days, hundred nights hashtag? When you emailed me about it last week, and then I googled it. Yeah. Yes, it's this weird thing where allegedly some gang members took to Instagram as gang yep. members do. To show off their hot makeup looks, right? Just right, how right. Like a cat eye. Right, how, how to, to look like the cast of like Straight nice, Outta Compton. Like faded, like sh- eyeshadow contour from that like... Shit. Yeah, contour, yeah. yeah. Tattooed tears. And uh, basically the rumor was that they were going to kill 100 people in 100 days in one specific yeah. spot of Los Angeles. And uh, everyone said, no, that's a hoax. And then I started looking into it and it seemed like maybe it wasn't. So there was a peace rally for it. Yeah. So that I was like, okay, well, this is definitely a real thing. I'm going to go to this peace rally in South Central Los Angeles. And who would say yes? And of course, Vanessa agreed to go. <laughs> we threw on our most gang neutral colors. I wore a Ralph Lauren polo dress and it was green. Banana Republic. Good for that. I yeah. wore a uh, black jogging pants and a gray t-shirt. Los Angeles Raiders colors. I know how straight out of Everyone worked. Yeah. And we, we talked to someone and the first yep. thing I said was, well, you know, what do you say to people who say this is a hoax? And he said, it is. And then he explained to no, but then he explained to me uh, why all the the why they seem to sync up and why it looked and the, like but the it reason worked. for the increase in violence. Yeah, and then he explained the reason for the increase, and Adam and I kind of just looked at each other like, "Oh, this is information that might get us killed." Yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> like, I'll, t- I'll tell you after we record. Right? Yeah, but it was it was definitely like, is this the kind of thing where if we put out the article, we're going to have to leave town for a while? Yes, yes, we would have to leave town definitely and it was it was a weird it, it was, was a weird, weird day in general like i show up on like four hours sleep after partying a bit that night before and uh we're just both not in a good way and we're getting ready to get on the freeway and this car pulls up oh yeah and there's this curly headed small boy inside that leans out the window looks at adam and goes hey son and for some reason that was enough to just fuck the <laughs> both of us up so bad we just like couldn't handle already it. starting so yeah we went to south central uh we learned things we learned information like it's movie shit oh yeah we stood in the rain and then found out a lot of weird behind the scenes info about what's going on in los angeles a woman tried to sell us a cell phone and still the weirdest part was when the police drove past really slow. Yeah. Like, why are they doing that? And considering, uh. like, it didn't take as long to realize that everybody there thought I was black to yeah. where I oh, was yeah, just yeah. kind of like, 
oh my god if the police come by i'm fucked too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. where the entire time i'd have to be like listen to my voice listen to my voice yeah i would have just like said i'm undercover or something like, step back <laughs> i'm wearing a wire they would have believed it i look like a cop so yeah so uh that derailed that column so now i uh i had to change over the weekend and yep. now i wanted to go in such an opposite direction something a little more tender and light-hearted Let's talk about movies from childhood. Yay! 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 Some machinists. <laughs> Schindler's List. Specifically, I want to talk about movies from your childhood that are surprisingly relevant today. And the cool In thing some is, cases, even more relevant than they were when they came oh, out. Oh, absolutely. And the cool thing is most of these movies are actually from my childhood. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Despite the age gap, we've both seen all of these movies. Yeah, we have. I've seen all of these movies other than what looks like the first one that we're going to talk about. What is the first one we're going to talk about? Oh, I was just going alphabet. I'm just going like by the order in the email. Oh. Yeah, he's yet to see Babe. Babe, Pig. You haven't seen Babe, Pig in the City? Babe, colon, nothing else. (laughs) Here's here's the thing. I spent last week just vehemently talking about how much I hate kids' movies and animation. Uh And on this list, there's like three animated movies. There's a bunch of kids' movies. So don't believe anything I say. Yeah. I'm just a dirty fucking liar. Yeah, Tom Waits loves Babe Pig in the City. Babe Pig in the City is one of Tom Waits' favorite movies. Tom Waits is one of my favorite people. And that's actually how I first, uh, like, I would have never watched this movie. And I actually read that interview where he, he said that this was one of his favorite movies. And what's great about it, if you've ever seen the first Babe movie... It's just pretty much a straightforward kids movie. Sweet, innocent, singing mice, James Cromwell dancing. Yeah, yeah those are my pig, favorite scenes as a kid. A pig wants to be a dog. Like a pig yeah. is like, I want to be like a, a herding dog. And, and he becomes he the best herding dog around, right? Yeah, and they don't eat him. Although that yeah. movie itself has its dark moments. Yeah, it like ha- when they kill the the duck. Yeah, it has its sad moments, but it, a lot of kids movies do. Like yeah. that happens. But then Babe Pig in the City comes out, and holy shit, it's not a kid's movie. It is dark. It starts with yeah. them uh, almost losing the farm. So Babe and the woman who owns him. Esme. Yep. Hauls him off to the city to uh, compete in some kind of contest. It's like another sheepdog contest, and she decides to enter Babe and bank on him being a winning pig. Right. So it's already depressing. Like, Babe just... Can't do and enough. And Babe work. is the reason the farmer is injured. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, because Babe, like a fucking idiot, tries to climb down a well or something. Like, yeah, what? you're he, a pig. He's trying to do non-pig things. Be a pig, you asshole. So James Cromwell takes one to the dome and uh, can't work. So they have to go to the city, and things get really dark. And already, that's like a really dark premise where it's like your wife has to go to the city because you can't work to make money. Like, yeah. Yeah, on its on its own, it's 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 a little bleak. And they go to Metropolis. Yeah, they go to Metropolis. They get to Metropolis, and where do they end? Like I watched it the other day. They end up a drug dog accuses them of having substances, so they have yeah, to land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is already hilarious because it's like what? Yeah, she's coming from a farm. Meth. She has to have meth. Yeah, that part is great because the dog is like, <laughs> no, really. If I start barking, they'll just bring me a treat. And Babe's like, oh yeah, show and, me. And so the dog does it, and they're like. That pig's got drugs in it. So right there, like the TSA wasn't even a thing then, was it? Yeah, this came out in 98. Yeah. So there, there's a... I didn't have all my teeth yet that year. God damn it. I'd been out of high school for four years. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So the... <laughs> when they get to the city is when things get really dark. At one point, they're holed up in this neighborhood where all the animals have been rounded up. Yep. And forced to live. There's a pregnant monkey. Mm, there is a pregnant monkey. And when they're in that, you, you could almost call it a ghetto. It was like a ghetto sort of setup. Yeah. Uh, especially the part where animal control comes in and rounds everyone up and ships them off to testing facilities. And then it starts to feel familiar. It starts to feel very Nazi-like. One of the darkest parts to me, at one point there's a scene where Babe is getting chased by this pit bull. Oh, God. <laughs> And Babe jumps in the water to get away from the pit bull, and the pit bull jumps too, but the pit bull still has a chain attached to his neck, so he basically is just like dangling face first in the water, drowning. 
And he gets rescued. He doesn't die. But they play it out so long that by the time Babe gets over and like pushes this boat to him, he's just like laying there dead. You're like, thinking it's a dead dog. like, holy shit, they just drown this fucking dog in the sequel to Babe. <laughs> and like, I'm watching this movie as soon as you send me the article. And I had just done an obscene amount of research on gang violence in Los <laughs> Angeles. So I'm already like feeling a little bummed. But I figure this should be okay now that I'm watching a bunch of kids' movies. And I'm thinking I just watched a dog get drowned by its neck. And I'm now more sad than I am about the current state of affairs in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, Babe did that to me. This is actually, you're actually being initiated into a gang. This is all part of the research. Watching, Do I got to take out Brett now? Watching Babe, maybe. Is this going to be you my... You have to fight. Is this going to be my dance of the devil? Yep. <laughs> cool. What? <laughs> Cool. Oh no, my voice. <laughs> how does this how does this movie apply to real life? Current day, 2015. Uh rap battles. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does apply, you motherfucker. No, I'm asking you, how does it apply? <laughs> because it I mean it's still it's always applied. Like what oh. like the basic message of this movie, I guess like this is one that's always It's basically animal farm. Don't round up yeah. people or dog or animals there's a lot of messages corporations are evil yeah factory farms are bad times don't test animals the tsa is insane even though it didn't even exist back then james cromwell needed money mice have good singing voices mickey rooney mickey rooney's is also weird in this, in this i forgot movie. that he's in this yeah i just saw the. i just saw his name and i'm like oh this is pre-botched surgery mickey rooney did he have botched surgery He's always looked weird. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, oh, you're thinking Mickey Rourke, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> Just an old broken piece of meat. <laughs> I'm going uh, to eat that pig. <laughs> Ram jam time. <laughs> I'm confusing my Mickey's. Yeah, just slightly. Just oh, a little bit. Slightly. Go watch Babe Pig and see. <clears throat> Everybody. Go find out what Tom Wait and also Ebron Robert called it like the best movie of the year, which makes mm-hmm. me also want to want it. And this was 90, it's a good movie. And this was ninety eight. Let's list the other movies that came out this year: Saving <coughs> Private Ryan, Magnolia, American Beauty. It's a big year for yeah for big cinema. Year for movies. Big year for movies. And I know I know a lot of film heads who are like, yeah, Babe Pig in the City is like Citizen Kane for the second half of the twentieth century. Yeah, it's a fantastic. Maybe not that, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting when I say I actually really, really enjoyed it, but also it made me really, really sad. Yeah, it'll make it'll make you sad. It's a good reminder that nothing's changed ever. Everything that happens in that movie could happen today, same as it ever was, and we'd be like, "Yeah, that makes sense. I get what they're talking about." I feel like it makes more sense now. Things have just gotten worse, and it all ties back into South Central. Should we talk about the Iron Giant or Beavis and Butthead Do America? I vote. Let's, I, about, let's talk about the Iron Giant. Let's talk about the Iron Giant. Well, I still have a voice because this is my favorite movie of all time. Is it? It's Dan O'Brien. Dan O'Brien loves this movie. This movie's a great movie. Yeah, I it almost is a really got great movie. a tattoo of the Iron Giant. Okay, I, I, I didn't because I like myself enough and I and I want to get laid again. <laughs> sure, but sure, sure. I love this movie. I actually have three commissioned portraits of the Iron Giant in my bedroom and many, many like little knickknacks and tchotchkes just because from childhood to now, this is the only movie that's been like consistently something I love. Wow. Like amazing voice acting from Jennifer Aniston and Vin Diesel with his Vin one line. Diesel. Pre I Am this Groot is, Vin yeah, Diesel. This is like all like a <clears throat> audition for I Am Groot. Yeah. Yep. He he gets he gets Superman in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gun, Dean. Uh, I think this That's is the only. Really all I want to hear. I don't want to hear Vin Diesel say much more than that. I just want to see him lip sync to Beyonce songs on Facebook. Have you ever been on Vin Diesel's Facebook page? It's so. It is delightful. a goddamn amusement park of social media. It is so much fun. He is a crazy person, and he loves D and D. He loves Dungeons and Dragons. He loves Beyonce. There are at least four videos of him lip-syncing to Beyonce songs in cargo shorts on his Facebook page. It's fantastic. You know, in this movie, he's got like four different lines, and in Furious 7, he just has family over and over for two hours. (laughs) Family and Corona. (laughs) One of the things I really loved about this movie growing up was because I had this weird obsession with the Cold War as a child. Sure, (laughs) sure. Who didn't? Who wasn't way into the Cold War as a child? I wasn't. Cold War and Legolas. (laughs) 
But I was obsessed with those duck and cover videos, and then I saw it going on in this movie and basically, like, just the general state of affairs where everybody's afraid of everything. And then it continued as as I grew up because then 9-11 happens and anybody that looks weird or acts weird in any specific way in an airport, our fear takes over and, and we aggressively overreact, and it's the same case now. Yeah. We see a kid in a hoodie and we assume he's up to no good, and basically the background of this movie is... The reason shit goes down is because the entire town is encapsulated by fear for what's going on, that they don't really take time to assess the situation. That also clearly looks bad because it's a giant robot, but still, it's yeah. a, it, the robot's smiling. Yeah, it's a happy robot. What I like about I mean, it's, it's obviously like very much an anti-war kind of thing, but I feel like it also works as, I mean, it's, it's also kind of a gun control movie oh yeah and the like what happens between the kid and the robot almost sort of follows the trajectory of what happens when a kid finds a gun like at first to a kid when he sees a gun he's like oh that's a toy i can play with that it'll be friendly but just like in this movie at some point that gun is just gonna be a gun yeah and it's gonna fucking kill something and he shows it to the sketchiest dude in town yeah and it becomes Which a, is a beatnik for this era. Yeah. That, and how about that? Like, don't moms, don't let your kids hang out with beatniks. Just don't take that message away from this. Movie. Also, don't hook up with a beatnik hanging out with your kid. Yeah. 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 None that's of that. Heavily None implied. of that. But yeah. And that's what happens. A kid will find a gun and eventually they pull the trigger and someone dies. And that's sort of what happens in this movie. This kid finds uh, what is basically a big gun and plays with it. And it's all very nice. And then it finally becomes a gun and all hell breaks loose and that's just how it happens you stay i go no following god tears every single time Ugh. every time every time there's an interview where the the uh the guy who made the movie except i can't find it i can't find the link brad to the, bird i can't yeah, yeah of I can't the incredibles f- a movie you should see amazing movie it's uh, the incredibles is, is the week. watchman i've always wanted yeah, come on. We talked about this last week, Adam. It's the if only you like, if you like the Iron Giant, Incredibles, right up your alley. Okay. Mission Impossible 4, Ghost Protocol. Love you, Tomorrowland. Nah. Okay, no. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland, no. Tomorrowland was one of the few movies that I've almost walked out of, but then I thought maybe I could just sleep instead. From beginning nice. to end, it, you're just they're, they're just shoving a message of like optimism and just don't be a cynical generation down your throat. To where by the end of it, you're just kind of like, fuck everything. Now I want to be cynical just despite this movie. Yeah. It's awful. The Iron Giant, though. But yeah, there's an interview somewhere. I couldn't find the actual interview. Someone posted it on Reddit, but now the link they posted is dead. But he basically said this movie is about... It basically asked the question, what would happen if a gun had a soul? Damn. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I can't find the actual interview. I just saw it. Was that the interview where he also mentions... He kind of had this sequel or like a prequel plan about where the robot came from, and it's like this. Yeah, Cracked has talked about it a oh, lot. Yeah. I feel like if, if that sequel would have happened, it would have been a lot like Babe Pig in the City, where people would have seen the first movie and been like, oh, that's really sweet. And then or, the sequel, they're just like coming back and destroying all of us. <laughs> yeah, it could have just been like, go tell a Watchmen, where it's like, just leave it alone. Just leave yeah. the first one alone. We already love it. The, the second one just makes us sad. Yeah, it could be. Good movie, though. Fucking uh, Iron Giant. Recommend it. Really good movie. Dan O'Brien probably has it on Blu-ray in his desk right now. It Find might him be on my Twitter. Copy. Ask him if you can borrow it. Yeah, everyone tweet at Dan O'Brien and ask if you can borrow his copy of Iron Giant, please. At D-O-B underscore I-N-C, I believe. D-O-B underscore I-N-C on yep. Twitter. I remember the least scary part of this movie freaking me out, and it's just that scene where he's alone and he's injecting more whipped cream into Twinkies and watching a a cheesy horror movie. And the cheesy horror movie is what freaked me out as a child. Yeah, that was kind of a creepy movie he was watching. It's this weird appendage that's just eating this guy's face, and that was enough for me to be like, this is what scares me. Not the dead deer, not the tragic ending, not the fact that a town is pretty sure they're going to be nuked into history. The fake movie. Yeah, the fake movie was the worst. All right. Should we talk about a different movie? Let's talk about Beavis and Butthead Do America. I got detention because of this movie. The scene where everything just goes to sh- I forgot what they took. What was it? 
It's like peyote or something. Yeah, sort of like where they did Native Native American, Oh, yeah, yeah. Native, Native American. He eats a peyote, peyote cactus. <laughs> that scene, like, I drew something in my notebook, and I went to, like, a super private Christian high school, and they saw that, and they really were, like, a two private weeks. underground. Really private. <laughs> super <laughs> underground. It's like a speakeasy you, kind You have of to be on thing. the list. <laughs> you have to be on the list, or you just have to be, like, the token minority they need so nobody asks questions. You're the token minority we all need. Yeah, I got confused for the only other Latina at my graduation. They gave me her perfect attendance award. <laughs> nice. Nice. We don't you have didn't sim- have to go. I still have it. <laughs> Did it say your name on it? No. Oh, okay. It had her name. Where and was she? She was Miss like perfect attendance. In in the alphabet, she was several several behind me, so she basically watched me walk off with her award and never saw me again. Good. Great. You should have set it on fire on the way home. Goody two shoes. <laughs> and I yeah. had like 72 days absent. Uh, perfect attendance. What a piece of shit she is. <laughs> Go, stay home. Uh, uh, Beavis and Butthead do America. This movie. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a great movie. And what I, fa- I watched it again the other day. And what I found interesting about it was it would have been written right around the time the ATF siege on Waco happened. The Branch oh. Davidian compound. Where we saw stuff about that at the Museum of Death. Yes, yes, the Museum of Death. Oh, that was fun. That was a blast. Ooh. I almost vomited. Remember the ghost dog? <laughs> yeah, ghost dog. Because um. yeah, you were telling me there was a dog somewhere in there, and we heard it. And then we looked around, and there was no dog. Nope, and it was in the same room with uh, the Gigi Allen sculpture and Faces of Death playing in the background. Yeah, yeah. And I was just dicking around with a stuffed iguana talking about pets. And when I said dog, Adam and I hear the jingle. And we just look at each other like, please, please let there be a dog in this room. There was no dog in the room. It's terrifying. <laughs> nope. Yeah, the ATF siege on the Branch Davidian compound in Waco. It's generally accepted that that was a huge overreaction on our part. Yeah. Some people say the Branch Davidian <clears throat> set the fire. I think more people feel like the ATF probably where the FBI probably set that fire, be it on accident or on purpose, who knows. But lots of people died. It was a huge, huge overreaction by the ATF. And that, coincidentally, is pretty much all of Beavis and Butthead do America. Everything that drives that plot along is mostly the ATF overreacting to what these two are doing. And my favorite part is every time... Robert Stack plays the main ATF agent, and Every time he orders cavity searches, like no matter, yeah, I remember. It's no just matter a constant what, constant cavity search. <laughs> cavity searches for all of them. <laughs> so great. I've had one in my lifetime. Let's cavity talk about search. That. Uh, it was when I found myself in a mental hospital. No, oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. on my twenty-second birthday, and they wanted to make sure we didn't hide like any anything that can like harm ourselves or others. And also, I was there. I was there by mistake, but it's like. That's a different story. It was the girl was miss. You, they were supposed to get that perfect attendance girl. <laughs> <laughs> she went crazy from not taking enough time off. Uh, with, for the rest know. of her life, she's just spiteful and angry that everything that she does leads to nothing. Yeah. I hope she listens to this. And just, Hi. What's her name? No, she's listening to every episode. <laughs> Hasn't missed one. <laughs> she just has everything I've done since I graduated high school plastered on her wall. Waiting for the day that she could see me again. It's like she's like hunting you like a murderer. She has like all the newspaper clippings and pictures and circles and lines made out of string. Every time I've ever been late or called into work. I want to do that. I want to put something up like that in my apartment and just like invite a stranger over or like someone I just kind of know and just not mention it at all. (laughs) Just be like that. Oh, no, it's nothing. Being a stand-up comic... Nothing. It's all connected, but it's nothing. (laughs) Like, being a stand-up comic, that kind of happens, because anytime I have a weird thought, I write it on a post-it, and I have three different cork boards where I am that I pin it to, but none of these thoughts make sense, and sometimes I write my set list on my hand. So a guy will come over, and then he'll just see, like, be the psycho, live forever, pinned to my wall, and then, like, the words hobo pussy written on my hands, and he's just kind of like, I gotta go. You do have hobo pussy written on your hands a lot. And all over my face. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, speaking of cavity searches, yeah, yeah, that was a fun story. <laughs> Sorry, cavity searches, Brett. You ever been cavity searched? Don't lie, no, don't lie, no, don't lie. I feel like he's not gonna say yes the more we say don't lie. No, no. eventually he'll say yes. No. Yes, I did. Okay, thank you. All right, that was awesome. It was when I got mistakenly pulled into the mental hospital. <laughs> 
while oh, watching Beavis and Butthead do America. Yeah. <sighs> Beyonce was involved in that too. Uh, Beavis and Butthead do America or your birthday? My birthday. A schizophrenic woman was dancing to Drunken Love and I didn't want to watch, so she, she, she tackled me. Like, full on tackled me. Why, why weren't you watching? I don't like the song Drunken Love. Don't be an asshole. It's Vanessa. not a great song. Vin Diesel likes it. That's the song he's lip syncing to on his Facebook page. I guess Vin Diesel and I have to agree to disagree. I don't know if that's safe. Actually, I don't know. Mike wanna. Judge! We just talked about him a couple weeks ago. UC San Diego grad spoke at my commencement. Nice. Did he like talk? Like, did he use like a voice? I don't know, but he basically made jokes about how every other major university got like Bill Clinton, Maya Angelou, maybe <laughs> Stephen Colbert does something poignant yet funny, and we got Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of Beavis and Butthead references that my grandma appreciated. That's awesome, though. Yeah, good times. Oh shit! I didn't know Cloris Leachman was in this. Yeah, as old woman. Yeah, she's the she's the old woman. Uh, she did this PETA ad that was like surprisingly sexy. Like what? recently, mm. she's just wearing nothing but cabbage. And Cloris Leachman is stacked, so she looks amazing. She's okay. just covered in a gown made of purple cabbage. Okay. Yeah, Cloris Keep Leachman's that in mind. I'm not going to Google it. You should. No, I'm not going to have that in my search history. Cloris <laughs> Leachman naked. Brett, put it in the search history. No, this is signed in on my Google account. No, thank you. <laughs> Do it, Brett. This is a work computer. Oh, that's it. Yeah, even better than that. Great pod. You motherfucker. <laughs> what movie should we talk about next? I vote Ace Ventura Pet Detective because that's one of the ones I remember the most recently, although I prefer when it, nature calls. Yeah. Th- th- I yeah. think Brett said he prefers when nature calls. Uh, no, I, I've just seen that one more. Yeah. Because of my VHS collection. This is a movie that is uh, relevant today in the wrong way. Yeah. It's Dan this- Marino. Yep. Dan Marino, it's all, fuck Dan Marino. We ha- we now know. What happened to Sean in, Young? In retrospect, that Dan Marino was the mastermind behind several terrible events in history. So this takes place in an alternate universe where the Miami Dolphins go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did go, they go, they went to the yeah, Super that, Bowl that yeah, year. Play- the year they're talking about? Yeah, 80, it was like 84, right? I don't think he's ever been to a Super Bowl. I was too. No, when Dan came Marino, out. Dan Marino, he lost. To Joe Montana in the '84 Super Bowl, I remember reading an interview, and he was he was like, you know, I went to the Super Bowl like my first one of my first few seasons, and I was like, yeah, I lost, but I'll get back. Nope, <laughs> never, never went Maybe. back. Yeah, Maybe. they they really did lose the Super Bowl to the 49ers. That that part is true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. I can't comment on like. Yeah, and they lose a diamond from yet? the ring that they get from winning the '84 AFC Championship. Yeah, that's what that's the MacGuffin. That's what he's looking for. Is that ring? Anyways, anyways, oh, the night before I picked you up to go to South Central, I did a drug, and I swore I saw a dude that looked just like Ace Ventura. Like we're, I, we're in L.A., it might have just been Jim Carrey. Like the hair, right? Like like a young Ace Ventura, because Jim Carrey now is not looking great. Well, he's a crazy person. Yeah, he's he's also a huge anti-vaxer. Yeah. As is Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. So this movie, though, uh, very transphobic. Yeah. Like, this would not happen today, I don't think. The turning point for this movie aimed at you know young teens is that we realize the villain is actually a trans woman. Yeah. Outed with the words, Mr. Winky. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then a crying game reference. Yeah. Yeah. Which I certainly saw as a young child. This I movie came too. out in ninety four. So I was seven years old when this movie came out. <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah, I know this reference. <laughs> that rarely comes up when people talk about this movie. It's like remember when everybody vomited because they all had sex with her? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 also She's a woman. In the, Beautiful. She's a she's gorgeous, but also in the reveal, she's hung. Very, yeah. very young. Yeah. How did they miss that? It, it's it's not it's not something that be. I feel like everybody just knew. Everybody already knew, and nobody really said anything. But then everybody vomits when it happens, and also, like I said, fucking gorgeous. It's it's. I forgot yeah. her name already. Sean yeah. Einhorn. Laces out. Laces out. I wonder if that's really what happened. I don't. I bet Dan Marino wasn't in, what. He wouldn't have been the holder though, would he? Like they would have had the. No, they would have had the backup. They would have had the backup hold the kick. Dan yeah. Marino is behind the 100 Days, 100 Nights hoax. Dan Marino did 9-11. Or is it a hoax? 
<laughs> if you only you knew how much those words have been on the tip of my tongue this entire time, I'm like, I'm not going to be the one to say it. What, Dan Marino did 9-11? Yep, and then you did. <laughs> one of my favorite stats in uh, sports <clears throat> history is that Dan Marino only had 90 rushing yards his entire career. <laughs> like it was that, a different time. That had to just be from him accidentally falling at the line of scrimmage a couple times. Like, how many years did he play? He played fifteen, like fifteen, like like that's he averaged like like less than three a year, ten a year. Like he did not fucking move in the Super Bowl in the fictional Super Bowl in this alternate universe. They play the Philadelphia Eagles. Interesting choice. Yeah, I wonder why that. I love like fake games, fake championship games with real teams. Like on the new Madden game, you buy it and you pop it in, and it pops you right in the middle of Super Bowl Fifty this upcoming February between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Arizona Cardinals. Come on, unlikely. Do you see the Steelers play the Patriots on unlikely. opening night? I just found okay, not gonna happen. Every Jim Carrey movie described by Wikipedia is one of my favorite things in the world because they put it so matter of factly that it's more absurd than the movie itself. And the line. Ventura tries to expose Einhorn by ripping off her clothes, but fails until he's assisted by Marina, who points out that Finkel's penis is tightly bound between her buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a line from an Isotoner commercial, isn't it? Uh, yep, and also, thank you, Wikipedia, for calling her buttocks. Buttocks. <laughs> her buttocks. And also, if it's tightly bound like that, it doesn't matter what they did. They would have definitely seen it. Yeah. When it's, when it's just in the back, and it's like that whole puppetry of the penis thing. That Right, the yeah. whole puppetry of the penis thing. Which, by the way, on my way to Vegas, I saw billboards for that, like, every mile. Yeah. <laughs> Which made me Google it, and then I found out what a penis looks like when you shape it to look like a hamburger. Puppetry of the penis. What's it look like, a hamburger? Yeah, it looks just like a hamburger. Like, you swear that's a burger, but it's but it's a, it's a scrotum and, and head. Uh, Brett, will you Google dick hamburger, please? No, thank you. <laughs> so anyways, transphobic stuff going on in this movie. Transphobic stuff going on in this movie. Brett wants us to stay on topic, because that's yeah. what we normally do on yeah. this show. <laughs> Recommencing <laughs> Transparent on Amazon yeah. Prime. Good show. And Puppetry of the Penis. Yeah. It, makes up, it makes up for Ace Ventura. Yeah, watch that for what watching Ace Ventura did to your soul. You homophobic pieces of shit. Transphobic. You know what I mean. All that goodwill. I just 9-11'd it. Yeah. Great. Great. Great, great, great. All right, which, uh, should we talk about another movie? We Fritz. Have do, we have to do comments pretty soon. Yeah, I don't know if Fritz is going to make it into the column, because I can't imagine this is actually from anyone's childhood. Yo. If so, you had really cool parents. Hi. If so, you're 40. Well, I didn't have cool parents. I I'm almost parents 40, care. motherfucker. What? Yeah. But actually, no, this is a... This, this is movie was released older. in 1972, and I've seen yeah. this movie, and it is... Yeah, yeah. My, this is my sister's age. It makes Beavis and Butthead look like this Teletubbies. Is a, this was uh, rated X when it was in theaters. Yeah. Appropriately. So. Yeah. It's, it's not like 1970, oh, it's rated R, and they say, like, ass once, and you're like, oh, it's just a different time. They had different sensibilities about what was yeah. going over the line. This movie is would still be rated X. Today. This is a yeah. This is basically a porn with a plot line and cartoon cats. Yeah, there's there's group sex there's constantly. So much group sex. constant group sex. Ab- so much abundant racist racism. Remarks. Abundant racism. Lots of drugs. This cat knows how to party. Basically, yes. He was drawn by uh, Robert Crumb, I believe. R. Crumb. Yes. And uh, yeah, it was Robert uh, and Ralph. Bakshi. Yeah, who also on his own did some really like pornographic looking movies. Yeah, and they've and both also done some really, Hobbit. really great things. Was it The Hobbit? Or was it, was it either A Hobbit or Animated Lord of the Rings, which I remember even as a kid like, I've seen Fritz and then I saw this and both of these are good, but my God, are they different? Yeah, they're a little different. <laughs> but what's interesting about Frodo this about to me is there's really weird political references in this movie. Like, there's a scene where he's running from, I think he's running from either the police or crows. Crows, crows. in quotes. But crows in, like, the Disney sense of crows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Song of the South crows. And he runs into a synagogue, and he's able to escape because at some point someone mentions the U.S. sending weapons to Israel and everyone gets up and cheers. And that's like his, his diversion. So like in the middle of this cat porn, they're like, also fuck the U.S. for supporting Israel. It's like, why? That's, 
out of nowhere. That actually is what one of the things that uh, Robert Crumb complained about was all of the weird political messages that they threw in this movie. I don't know why this just popped into my head out of nowhere, but with the amount of like this basically being cat porn, how popular do you think this movie is among the furry community? Oh, I bet it's like their their eyes wide shut, probably. <laughs> is there a community for which Eyes Wide Shut is their movie? I don't know. The Illuminati? Uh, Freemasons? I feel, I feel like that's a Google search I want to go on, but I don't want any. I don't want to have left on my computer. Brett, search it. Oh, no. Brett, search sex cult. No, I'm all right. Search Fritz the Cat sex cult. Search starting a Fritz the Cat sex cult. No? Okay. No. Find a, find a Marriott that's free. Should we do I'm gonna start some shit. Should we do comments? Let's do comments. Let's do comments. You know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. Don't matter. I want you to know that's just barely true. We call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past few shows and respond to them personally. Personally. <laughs> I think I got too close to the microphone and swallowed a dust mite. <laughs> I just spit into the mic. Yep. Well, Maybe that's what I swallowed. My oops. What's wrong, Brett? Do we have voicemails? Of course we do. You can call the voicemail line at 505-3-UNPOPS. That's 505-386-7677, guys. Holy shit. All right. We got a lot of celebrity calls this week. Ooh. We got a live All right. One. Here we go. First one. Hello, Unpopular Opinion. This is Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I wanted to let you know that, as an artist who specializes in voiceover work, your unpopular opinion is one that I cherish deeply and consider an inspiration to myself. Furthermore, I wish I could tell you that Brett Raider fought the good fight and that dipping your chicken in ketchup was okay, but this is not a fairy tale, and there are no fairy tale endings here. What's the Alice weirdest fucking thing? I have to make my way to Guatemala, Mexico. Peace out, motherfuckers. Thank you, Mr. Freeman. That was pretty great. I watched a video last night of Morgan Freeman uh, talking uh, after sucking helium out of a balloon. Oh, I love that video. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, it was so great. I have a I have a favorites list of just Morgan Freeman for whenever I'm having a having a sad day. Morgan Freeman. I bet he's such an asshole too. I feel like he is like a legitimate asshole. I what? wouldn't be surprised if that dude sleeps 20 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> he's an old man, and he's in every fucking movie. I mean, have you you've been around old people? They're just like, they don't know anything. I'm yeah, sure you turn just, back into a baby. He reads his he reads the script, he memorizes it, and he just sleeps, and he probably just has it on a cue card or something like that, and he's just so good at making it seem like he's in the moment, like he's not reading off of a cue card. It's amazing. I have some thoughts on <laughs> Got some Adam. thoughts on unpopular opinion. All right. Another one here. Hey, Adam and Brett. Barack Obama here. Thank you. I wanted to tell you all I'm a huge fan of the show. This is And Bush. I wanted to see what you guys thought of Donald Trump. What do you think of his presidential bid? It seems like an unpopular opinion to support him, but at the same time, it seems like an unpopular opinion to hate him. So I wanted to see where you guys stand, maybe get some division going on there. Peace. Thank you, Mr. President. That that was Bush. That was Bush? That sounded like Bush. He said Obama, but he sounded like Bush. I think it was Gavin Rossdale. <laughs> Gavin Rossdale listens to our show, and he has a lot of feelings. No, when it comes to the whole Trump situation, like, especially since the whole thing started with him saying what he said about Latinos, and it's like, my, my English is better than him. Before, it was just goofy, and now what I try to explain to people is he didn't get where he is by being stupid. He's not stupid by any means. He just bleeds hate. Yeah. What everybody in the world thinks he's doing that he swears he isn't is basically running for the Republican race and then at some point maybe running independent just to siphon off votes. Like, that's the most likely thing. Yeah, but Trump worries me. If Trump gets elected, it's going to be bad. Yeah, no, it's going to be... Like, people it's gonna, think it's going to be funny. It's going to be really No, no it's going to be bad. World War Three level because the first time, like... David Cameron's like, oh, I'm going to congratulate you on winning the uh, election. I'm, that's my British voice. I can't do Ringo, Ringo Starr today. And Aww. he's going to be like, the fuck are you talking about, you fucking asshole? How dare you call me on my personal number right now? And 
he's gonna do like when your president is like a wrestle basically like a wrestling heel you're gonna start some wars norm mcdonald made a comparison between trump and hitler the other day and people got kind of up in arms about it but i was surprised no one's made that connection yet because the one thing hitler had that a lot of people who he gets compared to don't is a community of people living in this country that he can vilify yeah and that's immigrants and it's not like that's not a thing he's brought up like he basically blames everything that's happening in this country on immigrants and when you have a president as crazy as him in power and he's focusing all of his negative shit toward that one group that's how nazi shit happens yeah and for me the weird thing about trump is most people i'm just kind of like oh maybe they're so far right that they hate the left he hates everyone within his own party he was basically talking about how um oh my god how can i not forget his name he ran against obama and he had sarah palin as his vice president john mccain john mccain where Uh he basically said it wasn't that big of a deal that he was a prisoner of war yeah 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 and around the same time he was just like studio 54 why didn't that that's where the actual war zone was man (laughs) no i mean it it says something about the republican party that the all three candidates who are leading are not politicians in any way trump ben carson who's a doctor who doesn't believe in science and carly fiorino who is something and i mean i know they hate the government but i don't know it's just a weird 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 thing going on yeah it seems bad like i know a lot of people think that like he's just gonna divide and fuck things up for the republicans what if there's four people in the race i don't know what if it's bernie sanders trump and like what if Bernie Sanders goes independent. What if he doesn't get the nomination? Then there's four people running. And then Trump wins. See, that's that's my nightmare because every single thing he dislikes, I am. So that's I'm, exactly what I'm saying. It's, I'm going to be booted out of this like country the in a chastity belt. The prospect of him being president is scarier than people realize, I think. I think also in a way that, I mean, I'm not really paying attention to the politics of things right now because I kind of know who I'm voting for and like even if there are republican debates like i don't watch i just don't really care to watch and i know and i don't really get any entertainment value out of it i wonder if the conservative people too are kind of just like paying attention to him because it's a year out and they're when it's like august 2016 and the conventions are happening they're gonna be like oh yeah this is a little silly you know (laughs) what is he actually saying well no i'm just saying i've never hoped for someone to be a pedophile more yeah find us find out did you see i I don't know. Someone told me. Like, this. I just I want should... something that we as a society deem unforgivable to just happen to him already that we found out he did. And then we could just, we could just rally together. It's weird. But he says things like that all the time where like like Matt Damon yesterday on the uh, there was a thing about him because I, I guess on the Project Greenlight show, he said something. He was being like really derogatory to a black person oh yeah i saw the headline oh yeah it was matt i would rather watch him battle rap than watch him explain diversity (laughs) to a successful black filmmaker and matt damon probably has to come out and apologize and like do some glad handing do some good stuff for the african community african-american community you know but trump says the same exact thing and it's like and that's just news and there's no nobody really vilifies him for that you know Right. Yeah, he's at this point he's got to do something legit. He's got to do nine eleven. At this point, he's got to do nine eleven or be behind under days, under nights for us to be like, okay, can we just as a society boot Trump? Did you see where he uh, Trump threatened El Chapo, that drug yep. dealer who's escaped, run, who's escaped. always escapes out of bathrooms? Yeah, he Trump, Trump basically went on Twitter and said, you know, if I was president, I'd hunt that guy down. El Chapo put a bounty on his head. Ha! $100 million. Trump, like, contacted the FBI immediately. He beefed up his security. Why doesn't he just pay his own bounty? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pay your own bounty and kill yourself. Here's $100 million. Do what the Joker did. Show up and in the black bag. I'm dead. <laughs> how about alive? Uh, it's been Heath Ledger. Do you want to know how I got this hair? How crazy... <laughs> How crazy would that be? <laughs> All right. Do we have any more voicemails? No, we're good. Okay. Let's read some. Some comments. Nothing on this page that I see. 
Uh, Marcos Mendoza says, now that your ex-girlfriend lives in San Antonio, she does not, a city about three hours to the east of me and two hours north where I grew up, and since you're still on speaking terms with her, I hope you come out to do a show there sometime so I can gather some rowdy palados and laugh at your jokes in person. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Vanessa, como se dice palados? Or how does, what is palados? You just asked me, how do you say palados? <laughs> in English. Uh, that's a slang term because the thing is for us like like, no like for like if you said it in guatemala it's just like something that's peeled so i have no idea what the slang term is he bringing food mexicans maybe some peeled bananas like for (laughs) example in guatemala our slang term for a lazy girl in peru is chick with testicles like sure slang terms translate weird okay so for us it's it's something peeled or something naked Probably not. Joinal Maya says we need more racist and homophobic stuff, Brett. Yeah. No. Hit it, Brett. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Brett reached for the racism button and realized we don't have one. I know no. it's disappointing. Jeff isn't here, so. <sighs> That's our racism button. Pseudologic asked if I'm a Flight of the Concords fan. Of course I am. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you people about goats. I don't about care. Goats? I don't care if goats have fun. Leave me alone. I don't know what's happening. I did. Th- I wrote a thing where there was a video with a goat, and I said I thought the goat wasn't having fun. And now everyone <laughs> keeps sending me videos of goats having fun. <laughs> and it's making me sad. That's I don't a have great a- problem to have. Yeah, that's true. That's I could- People send you videos of goats having fun. People send me videos of Suge Knight's life every <laughs> Day. They send me videos and they send me updates of what's happening with Suge Knight, like we're buds now, and I will never not know what's happening. Oh, that with happens Suge Knight. to me too because I, I do those all those jokes about Suge yeah, Knight. Yeah. That- I constantly get links about Suge Knight and videos of goats having fun. And I'm not always having fun. Sometimes I'm sad and then people send me those videos and I'm like fucking goats having sometimes all that fun. Sometimes goats are sad. And sometimes like, why can't I have fun like a goat? Yeah. And there's that dude on Tinder who told me that Suge Knight was a family friend, and he had a photo with Suge Knight, except they were hanging out, and my photo with Suge Knight was like six seconds before Suge Knight loathed me. Well, because you, you... Called him Rick Ross. You called him Rick Ross. I was drunk, and, and, I, and I was drunk, and I didn't know any and I didn't know it was Suge Knight until you told me it was Suge Knight, and then I understand how scuba divers feel when they take a photo of themselves, and they find a shark in the background afterwards. Mm, yeah. Because then he killed a dude. Like, yeah, you dodged it. a bullet there. <laughs> if I dodged a dodge. <laughs> you dodged a red truck. <laughs> oh, Suge Knight. Okay, Don't now I'm on. Us. Now, if I disappear after this podcast, it could be Bloods or Crips or Suge Knight or Donald Trump or El Chapo. Yeah, or the TSA. Or the TSA. Or a factory farm. Vanessa, does El Chapo mean the Chapo? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. We got to come up with a Spanish nickname for Brett, like Alberto. Alberto. Alberto? No, that's not good. No, Alberto? No. I'm trying to find a word in Spanish. Oh, who's talking about Frank Turner? Marcos Mendoza, you submit some some Pelados-esque nicknames for me. The Underwear Wolves (laughs) said, that's a pretty valid argument for the Eagles being self-indulgent. Hotel California is six and a half minutes. That's a great song. For reference, that's more than twice as long as the theoretical limit for how long a song can be and still be worth listening to. It's one song. Just a theory, first of all. Yeah. Theoretical limit. Yeah. Yeah. My theory on songs over like four and a half, five minutes is that once they get to that point, they're almost always good. Name a song that's like six minutes long and it's bad. Yeah. No one keeps that going. Yeah. Yeah. Even the worst artist would be like, I can't play this. I can't play this anymore. But, you know. That's a sentence. Sure. It's just one song, but it's just an egregious example. Egregious. egregious egregious i can't talk tonight como se dice egregious como se dice ingles it's just an egregious example that it makes a good case you don't judge sean penn or dr dre by the average of women they've met that they beat up i think that's i judge them uh kind of i do like, i feel I'm, like that's that's a questionnaire for everything now how many women have you met based to how many women that you beat up what's that ratio and how how are we equating making a song a couple minutes too long to beating up a woman? That dude just pulled it out of nowhere. Hot take. <laughs> Glenn Van De Dude says, Brett, how does it feel to be the funniest guy on a podcast full of comedians? Aww. Are you on another podcast? <laughs> no. So, this one. I think he's talking about this podcast. No. Yeah. I, I don't think feels. I mean, it feels good. It feels like you know the usual. Like, I just don't get any, don't get any respect. Yeah? Yeah. 
Sure. I respect you, Brett. I don't. Somebody listened to Jeff's What I Hate About You podcast appearance, and I wrote into that. Yeah, I read what you wrote. It was very intense. (laughs) Yep. It was four pages. Although they both liked it. Mm -hmm. Did you wrap it? Yeah, that's the podcast. He was just rapping. I should have wrapped it. Instead, I compared him to a wild boar I saw once. Harsh. And that was all physical. Like, it was just like, you look like a wild boar, you motherfucker. There was nothing about who he is as a person. It was very mean. Yeah. It was very, all, it was all just, she said just his hat appearances. smells. You did say that, didn't you? I did say his hat <laughs> smells. I said his hat smells because the thing I had before, I was just kind of like, not too mean, but just pointless, which was going to be like, you're like an on the spectrum Bradley Cooper. And I think you said that. No. No, you did reading. it. I would have remembered him reading that. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I think I just said it to his face. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> That's better. Lag says, this is after uh, I cut you off. Boom, bitch. The hat is now the shoe. The also, hat if given will the always be the who hat. Would you cut off you. Oh, all the time. Great. I'm so glad you had me try the McRib. Everyone should be glad. That, that changed my fucking. Now I gotta find. I don't know how you don't like the McGriddle. I've never had a McGriddle. Oh, it's I'm gross. It's like I'll bring you on the next one. It's like heroin. I'm afraid I'll like it too much. That's how I am. I'm. So- there's mornings where I get so excited about having a McGriddle and then I don't have one and I'm sad for the rest of the day. Like today's one of those where it rained so I couldn't get a McGriddle and I'm really upset. I believe about McDonald's it. is open today. No, but they close at 10. No, they have breakfast all day now. Or is that a thing they're starting? Yeah, Soon. but the McGriddle Soon. isn't on Soon. there. Mid- McGriddle limited, isn't on there. Yeah, they have a limited breakfast menu. I got really excited about it. The McGriddle isn't on there. I feel personally attacked. No, I know this for a fact. It's uh, the McMuffins. Hash browns, and in some southern locations, some of the biscuit sandwiches. Yeah, some popular. southern locations. That's what it said in the yeah, press release. Some southern test market locations. Yet no McGriddle, and the McGriddle is far and above. I need my biscuits. You know, honestly, like it's cool that they're doing the breakfast late. I have a suggestion. How about regular menu early? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because why can't I get fries at, at nine a.m.? That's, yeah, that's why, why Carl's Junior is the shit. Because you can get no burgers there. Jack in the Jack box. In the box. Carl's Jr. Boom. too. Uh, yeah. Carl's Jr. too. Burger Jack King now too, though. Jack in the Box had that waffle sandwich previously. They've got oh. the breakfast Jack, which is, has been consistently dope. No, but we're talking about lunch food for breakfast. Where else like, can Jack in the tacos? Box, you can get all foods. Yeah, like you can adults. get tacos, tacos and jalapeno poppers. Mozzarella sticks. If you're getting tacos at Jack French in the Box. Toast. And French toast Breakfast sticks. sandwich. Milkshake. Waffle sandwich. <laughs> Keep Fourth going. meal. Keep going, Brad. That's Taco Bell. That's Taco Bell. Linguini. <laughs> Vanessa snorted. That's it. Vanessa snorted. <laughs> oh, check was the word linguini. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck it. The next podcast I come to, I'm bringing a McGriddle for both of you. I and tried I'll make to some linguini. I tried to. Uh, I did a column where I cooked a bunch of fast food shit at home, and one of the things I was going to make was a McGriddle. But the process to make the little fucking syrup candy that they put in there, uh-huh. like reading it was like you're handling plutonium. Oh, I'm or something because you have to make shit. it so hot and oh, it was yeah, you need scary. a thermometer. It's like you're gonna die making this McGriddle. Or we syrup. can just find syrup chips on the internet. <laughs> what? <laughs> they have them. Why is that chips. funny? <laughs> Go to syrupchipdepot.com. Pick up a bag. Make your McGriddle at home. All right. We should get the fuck out of here. Agreed. Yep. Uh, Adam, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, I do. September 18th. That's this Friday. I'm going to be in San Diego with Jethro May, Danny Fernandez, Danny Alex o- Schmidt, and Danny O'Brien, yep. my boss, at the Comedy Palace. Comedy Palace. That is September 18th. And there are going to be a limited number of half-price tickets look at our twitter page for details about that we will tweet about it there will be a code you can buy tickets for cheap you cheap bastards oh other than that i don't have shit going on huh how about you vanessa uh october 10th i'm doing a very long set at the improv space in westwood uh it's five dollars and it starts at eight or nine o'clock <laughs> hit me up at at Nesgritton, N-E-S-G-R-I-T-T-O, and to find out. And then I just did a podcast, their first episode, called Bleak and Review, and that's going to be coming out soon. So look out for that, because I did it on three hours sleep, and I'm not a coherent person the whole time. So that's exciting. Perfect. Brett. No. You're so cool. 
I know. You're so fucking <laughs> cool. All right, let's get yeah. the fuck out of here. Say goodbye, Brett. Goodbye. Vanessa, say goodbye. Deuces. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he rolled his eyes at me. I did. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Jesus.